Oh, there I am. Okay, I am here. So thank you for joining me again for um, my hope is to be here live daily. I'm a little bit slow this morning, went for a run and had some technical difficulties as I'm trying to get on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. So if I'm appearing to be a little scattered, that is why. <laughs> so thank you for being here. Um, today, I just kind of wanted to take a little bit more of a philosophical approach to what I'm talking about. Um, I had some really interesting thoughts as I was running. I find that I have a lot of clarity and openness to new ideas and things when I'm exercising and have less expectations. So again, I'm looking at different cameras here. If you hear heavy breathing, it's Daisy over here watching me. It's my dog. And anyway, I, I will tell you, you know, I became a physician when I, well, I wanted to become a physician since I was 10. Um, when I was 10, my sibling had an illness that made her very ill and she was four at the time and she had surgery and the surgeon who performed the surgery to me was a miracle worker. So went from a sickly child to a rambunctious child. And I was observing this and saying, you know, I want to be a part of that. Hospitals became a place of miracles to me. So I never feared a hospital. I always thought it was just the coolest place because that's where healing occurred. And, you know, it was really interesting. I never got to meet that physician in person, at least as an adult, until actually this summer, I went back to where I went to medical school in Texas and was able to meet him and tell him 45 years ago or 43 years ago, he was my inspiration to become a physician. And he actually had tears and he's a urologist. So it's a surgeon, which is even more fun. But anyway, the reason I'm sharing that was because you never know what you're going to be doing in your day or your life that's going to affect someone and have many, many ripple effects. I like to think, you know, that physician made a change not only in my, my sibling's life, but also my life, but also the lives of those of my patients and friends and even my daughter, who I hope I inspired, who is also a physician. So that, you know, I, there's that ripple effect for generations and many, many people. I say that again as I found that there's some words that I've come to use that seem to really resonate with people and get some type of emotional currency or response. And that is that I like to perceive physicians as prescribers of hope, especially myself. And if I can't be a prescriber of hope, then I need to probably find another venue uh, to practice my purpose here on earth because it really is an important piece. And the reason I say that is because so many con uh, conversations with my patients are all about the science that we know we should be doing. Eat more whole food, plant-based predominantly, of course, exercise, sleep more, move more, connect more, do all more, 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 right? And so these are things that we all know we should do, but we struggle to do. And what was funny, though, in those conversations, there was a little bit of a deeper seed that I kept getting like a picture of, like I just get a glimpse of a feeling and I would just kind of, you know, brush it aside. But then as I really chose to dive into it, and that really kind of started with my podcast is figuring out why people were able to make lifelong changes when they had struggled before. Maybe they lost 200 pounds and they there was something that happened that allowed them to make the decision to do different things, right? It, it doesn't mean that their trauma didn't disappear. It didn't mean that they became a different person or they won a million dollars or anything. It was something that happened between their ears, that three pound organ. And 
so what I started really thinking about was some really interesting thing is the most energizing and the most joyful conversations I had with patients were really those ones where I gave them an idea or the permission to think that there could be a different outcome, right? That they don't have to live a life of pain and chronic disease. Granted, we may not be able to fully reverse or, or completely remove chronic disease, but they could feel better, right? They're, it wasn't just the same you know, sick care system where I write another prescription. I was writing a different prescription, and I like to call that a prescription of hope. But we can all do that, right? We've always all been influenced by people who believed in us and spoke power into our lives. For me, that was my grandmother. Um, I came from a home that was very challenging um, financially and emotionally and um, very difficult. So the one person I could always count on was my grandmother. And um, sorry if I tear up a little bit. That's unusual. Um, and uh, she would find ways to speak hope into my life when I was little, saying, Lori, you can be a doctor. You can do what you desire to do. And sorry, I don't know why I'm so emotional. I guess I miss her. Um, but I want you to be those people for someone else because it's such a rewarding um, idea. So I like to use the word hope and let's think about what hope means, right? So hope can be healing. It could be looking to be helpful, you know, think of it as an acronym, right? And um, I had a few ideas about the acronym, but I want you to develop your own if you can. But just some ideas would be a healing, helpful, um, heedful, you know, um, it could be hope again for the H and, you know, what part of that H word can you do every single day? Make it your intention to be a prescriber of hope, someone that provides healing, someone that provides love and kindness. And for me, O is optimism. It's opportunity. It's looking for ways to provide someone else a different outlook than what they're currently seeing right? All we need to do is help someone remove the blinders. It doesn't mean you do the work for them. It doesn't mean that you they rely on you to fully manifest what they're looking for. All it means is that you're providing the power and the positivity and the optimism to allow them to see a different way, a different, a different outcome in their life. And P for me is positivity. Um, it's patience, uh, which I do lack a lot of. I tend to be um, I, I do believe, you know, God has put things in my life to make me more patient. Um, and I have met some incredible people. And I think the other one is peace, right? So, you know, if I can be provide some healing and opportunity and peace, um, it just maybe it's a listening ear for someone and understanding that what I emanate into the world is what I'm also going to get back. So the more I do that, the more I'm going to get back. So you give peace, you give peace back. You give love, you give love back. And for me, E is empathy. Um, I think it's really hard to understand that word. And I, until you really kind of traveled through some challenges in your life, I think um, my challenging childhood allowed me to understand pain and not having and knowing that everything that all the abundance is coming to me is just flowing through me. It's not mine to keep. 
because guess what? I'm not, I'm leaving this earth and it's not going to be with me. So I might as well use it to provide joy to others. And whatever that looks like, it could be if you have been blessed with um, in monetary gain, then continue to share that. Maybe it's you have a beautiful smile and spirit. Um, and I think part of this is there was a young man on Instagram. He's a librarian somewhere in Northern California. It starts with the M was his, and I apologize for not remembering his handle. But this young man is like such a joy just to watch him speak of the love and kindness and all the wonderful things that can happen in a library. It literally made me want to go get a library card. And I haven't had a library card in decades. Um, but it was really fun to see that we can all be that in our lives. We can all be that in whatever function we have in society, either as um, our job, or maybe it's as a mom, as a wife or a husband or a spouse or a friend or a sibling, a child, um, or just a person passing another stranger on the street. And, you know, I, I remember there was times that someone had opened the door for me and I was unexpected. I was like, you know, it's such a joy. And I just always want to make sure they hear the word thank you. Because if we can say thank you for even the little things that people do to us, they're more likely to do it again. And, you know, any thoughts you have or fear of being judged for providing your prescription of hope to someone, that those are resistant. That's our ego worried about judgment and people looking at us. So don't worry, Let, like, put it aside. You don't have to tell anyone what you're doing. It can just between you and your maker or whoever you'd like to, the, the universe, whatever you would like to refer to that guide spirit is. Um, but for me, I'll tell you, I, I've definitely found my passion and it's for telling people to eat more plants for sure. There's a lot more to it, but I always called it my veggie crack, right? So um, I tell patients, I say, listen, we're going to enter into this relationship and I'm going to prescribe for you to eat more fiber and more plants. And with that, you get better and feel better. I get a dopamine high. You get a dopamine high because you're feeling better. And I get a little bit more of the veggie crack. So anyway, it's my goofy jokes. I apologize if you're like rolling your eyes, but that's okay. At least that might be. I brought a smirk or a smile to your life today. So anyway, I hope um, you find this helpful and if at least anything encouraging. And I really do um, appreciate you guys spending some time and listening to me ramble and tear up a little bit. But uh, yeah, I felt it was really important and I don't know why, but I have found that if I listen to those tendencies and, you know, someone's poking me or some, the internal being and energy is saying, Lori, you need to say this and say it out loud to someone today. I hope that finds you and that you find a little hope in these conversations that I'm having with myself and the camera and hope someone's listening. Um, but yeah, so I hope that was helpful. Please share with me what you'd like. Um, if you have other uh, things that you'd like me to discuss yesterday, I spoke to what labs someone on a plant-based diet would have. I'm also seeing patients um, now at drmarvis.com. There's a variety of things. Another thing that's really awesome in prescribing hope and healing is the Healing Kitchen. And I've partnered with a divine human who is lovely, uh, Brittany Giroudi. And um, you can find that out there too. You just click on drmarvis.com, click the Healing Kitchen. We go live every Wednesday. She provides these delicious nourishing meals and recipes. She gets to cook. We get to be in her kitchen. You can cook along or you can watch. And she answers questions and I'm monitoring. And then in the last half hour, 
answer all and any medical questions and provide the best advice that I can. Um, and if I don't know, I will seek the answer and post it in our Dr. Marba's private Facebook group. Anyone can join. Feel free to Google that on the Facebook and request to join. And um, yeah, and I'm also doing a glucose mastermind. As you can see, I'm wearing a, a glucometer here, or continuous glucose monitor, and um, found some really inter and interesting insights um, over this week with my own blood sugar and watching movies um, that initiate different stresses and how it carries over. Um, really fascinating. So anyway, we share those insights. We discuss patterns in data. And so anyway, those are the things that I'm doing right now. I also have some more stuff coming up. And I hope you guys have a blessed day and weekend. And I really appreciate all of you and each of you for being here. And again, um, please uh, share this with someone and maybe it'll fill their day with hope. And uh, yeah, so I hope you have a good one. And, you know, as I'm looking around trying, there's a lot of camera things going on here. Luckily, my Jonathan, I'm very grateful for Jonathan, who's been helping me. Uh, so, oh, I do have some questions here. Uh, maybe I can answer those. Thank you, Monica. I'm glad you are liking this from YouTube. And Ellen says, thanks. I've been enjoying your videos. Also share with others how plant-based eating can help them. My goal and role is to be an ambassador to spread the word and hope it sparks in them. Absolutely. Um, if all we could do is just spark some goodness with some folks, I, that's all we can do in this world, right? So again, thank you everyone and I appreciate it. Again, as I'm looking, there's lots of different <laughs> cameras. There's literally three cameras right now. Um, and uh, technology is wonderful, especially when it works. But you guys have a great rest of your day as I try to figure out how to end all these. And um, you have a blessed day. Oh, oh, there's that one. Okay, there's one. And there's two. Bye, guys.